0: Hey, welcome back to the Mom and His Nutrition Podcast, feeding toddlers made easy. I'm Casey Barnes, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom of two, and I'm a wife too. I always skip that part. Today is actually my anniversary as I'm recording this. <laughs> Happy eight years to Ben. But I'm here because I just love diving into toddler nutrition topics with you. Being a mom is hands down the hardest job I've ever had in my entire life. So it really makes me happy if I can make any part of parenting a little bit easier on you. Today, we're chatting about milk. Now, this is a really big topic, so I'm not covering it all today, but if you have a question about milk that didn't get answered here, head to momanosenutrition.com and either search milk or look in the show notes for today's episode, and you'll find the link to my full milk FAQ blog post. Usually, I play the voicemail with your question, but today's is so short that I decided to just skip it, and I'll just tell you what the question was. Betty was asking about when do we switch from whole milk to low fat? She said her little one is two and a half, and she's just wondering what to do there. So I'll get into what type of milk we want to do, at what ages, why, how much milk they should be having, and why that's important. And remember, if you have a question, you can call me anytime, 469-552-5527, leave me a voicemail, tell me what's going on, is there something that's driving you totally crazy, just hit pause right now, give me a call, and come back to me in a minute. Oh, and if you want to know what to do if your toddler won't drink milk, like you're listening to this and you're like, well, this will be cool and all, except I can't get my little one to drink milk no matter what I do, I have a YouTube video for that, and I'll link it in the show notes as well. So let's start at the beginning, which is age 1. This is when they officially say your little one can have milk. It's not that it's completely dangerous for them to have before 1, I remember thinking that when my son was the baby, it was like, oh, my God, avoid milk. (laughs) You know, it's in that list of things from the pediatrician. Milk is not okay, And so I was like, well, is it really that harmful? Like, what's the deal here? And the thing is that you just don't want to replace it as a beverage when they're before one. So what I mean by that is they're either drinking breast milk or formula or some combination of that. And you can't throw milk into the mix. You really want to stick to breast milk slash formula. And the reason is that one, they get more nutrients in breast milk and formula, and they really need those nutrients before they turn one. And milk can be harmful to their developing kidneys as a baby if they drink a large amount of it. So that's why we really want to focus on The stuff that's made for the babies before they turn one, either the formula or the breast milk, and then we can switch to cow's milk when they turn one. Do they have to drink cow's milk when they turn one? No, they don't have to, really. It's a convenient way for them to get certain nutrients, for them to get protein, calcium, vitamin D. There's milk now that's fortified with DHA, which is excellent, and so that's an easy way to get it. These are things that they can get other places too. So it's not absolutely essential that they drink milk at one, especially if they're still breastfeeding, then it's really not something that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to start it now that they're one. No, you really don't have to. You want to make sure that they're still getting all the nutrients that they need. When we talk about what kind of cow's milk, you've probably heard from the pediatrician that they say to stick with whole milk when they're under two. Whole milk is important because we want to make sure that they're getting adequate fat when they're in this really crucial developmental stage of building their brain, building their central nervous system. We need fat to do that. It's a non-negotiable. They need fat in their diet. So that's also why we say as nutrition professionals, we'll tell you do not restrict fat in your child's diet when they are under two. Like, do not worry about if they ate the whole avocado or they're eating a lot of peanut butter. That's totally fine. It's not going to be making them fat or anything like that. It's totally great to have fat in their diet. So when we have whole milk, we know that that's a source of fat for them. So we want to keep it whole when they're under two. Do they have to drink cow's milk again? No, they don't have to drink cow's milk, but if you are going to do an alternative, I strongly suggest sticking with either soy or pea milk. The American Academy of Pediatrics only recommends soy milk, not pea milk, and I'm hoping that with some more time and research that they will include pea milk as well, Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with soy milk, but there are families who can't do it or don't like to or whatever it is. We can get into soy milk at another time, (laughs) but pea milk is very nutritionally similar Once you start getting into some of the other ones, it's not necessarily that they're bad. It's just that they're not going to be nutritionally similar. So, for example, almond milk is usually much lower in calories, very low in fat, very low in protein. Like, there's not much there besides, I guess, the calcium is there. But that's kind of it. So we want to make sure that we're not cutting down on these important nutrients if you're not doing whole milk. Now, their second birthday comes along, what do you do? Do you stick with whole milk? Do you go to low-fat milk? Do you do 2%? Do you do 1%? At this point, your pediatrician is probably going to tell you to switch to low-fat milk. I, on the other hand, really let families decide what their personal preference is when you look at the nutritional statistics on whole milk versus 2% versus 1%, there's not really that big of a difference. When you look at the amount of calories, we're talking like 40, 50 calorie difference in a cup of milk, and that's not huge. When you think about their overall daily intake, so we're also not trying to cut their calories. They're still growing. They really need a lot of good nutrition throughout the day, so I don't really have a problem with whole milk. Yes, there's slightly more saturated fat, and we know that we should be careful with the overall intake of saturated fat, but again, the amount that's coming from the difference between 2% and whole milk is really not something that I am concerned about as a dietitian. So I say do whatever your family likes best. I personally still buy whole milk. My son is 6, my daughter is 3, and I stick with whole milk because I feel like it's Satisfies them better. So I feel like we go through our milk slower when I buy whole milk as opposed to low fat because it's a little bit more satisfying for them. I do like to buy the DHA fortified milk because I know that my kids are not super consistent on getting high DHA sources, which would be fatty fish like sardines, salmon. We do salmon sometimes, but not all the time. And DHA is one of those things that's really important for their growing brain. So if you can get the DHA milk, it is more expensive. My husband always gives me a hard time about this, but I'm like, you're paying for your kid's brain. So we can do it. (laughs) At least sometimes. I don't buy it every single week, but I do at least sometimes. And when we talk about milk, we need to also talk about how much is okay. I know that the doctor will usually ask. And I always think, like, if I was not a dietitian, I don't think I would know how many ounces of milk my kid is drinking. Like, I know because of my job and I basically know how much calories are in every single – that's like – our hidden talent or fun party trick, I guess you could say. As a dietitian, like, we learn the calorie counts of everything. So I just can look at something, a plate of food, and I, like, know how many calories are in it. So I just know. But most people are probably like, what? I don't know. I'm not keeping track. We do want to be mindful, though, of how much milk they're having overall, and I suggest limiting it to about 20 ounces a day, so that would mean two and a half cups. You can measure it out, like if you normally just pour their milk into a regular cup, you could pour it into a measuring cup to see what your normal pour is like. So you can see that way how much they're getting. But I also find that if you just limit to serving it one to two times a day, it would be very hard for them to go over that amount. That would be pretty impressive. So I usually serve it at breakfast and then sometimes at dinner, but not all the time. And then that's my kind of built-in way to know that they're not getting too much. If they're having more than 20, 24 ounces a day, and maybe they're also having other dairy, so maybe they're having yogurt or they're having cheese, then – I'm kind of like, well, we might not be getting a fully balanced diet if there's that much dairy in the diet overall because it's going to crowd out other things. And I do want them to get protein from other places. I want them to have plenty of room to add, you know, fruits and vegetables and all that good stuff. So I try to limit it. The other thing too is that constipation can start to become an issue when they get too high on their dairy intake. And then iron deficiency can become a problem too if they are drinking too much milk. So keep that in mind. If they're on the other end of the spectrum, if they're really only maybe having one cup of milk a day, and they're not having other sources of dairy, then you might say, hmm, are they getting enough calcium? I'm not sure. Now, if you have more questions about cow's milk, like what's the deal with hormones in milk and do I get organic do I get conventional I answered those questions in my blog post so I'm linking that in the show notes today and I will talk to you guys next time